All right, Anthony on Air Podcast. We're back for another episode. We got a Ghislaine Maxwell photo finally and some financial hey. details on her. Uh, plus what she's being trusted to do now in prison will be surprising for you. Um, Tom Cruise freaked out on this oh, set I love this. of I love Mission this. Impossible. So we're going to get into that. Plus, there's a biopic coming all based on Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. And the Internet is freaking out over who's been cast in those roles. So we'll go over all that and a little bit more. Frankie C is here. Jay Sabs is with us as well. Episode brought to you by our good pals over at Hero Soap Company. It is not too late to grab some for the holidays. Grab it in the link in the description below. More on them in a second. Other way, Janine. Other way. There you go. <laughs> we're a bit disheveled tonight, but we're here, and that's all that matters. Um, uh, Frank, I need to hear whiskey. That's all I have to say. I did not hear that, Janine. What? <laughs> See? Good. Exactly. This night, tonight, I need to be drinking Frank's whiskey. That is not a whiskey going. That's what she said. Okay. (laughs) We don't have a prison photo of Ghislaine, but this is a never before seen photo of Ghislaine and her hubby just before he became her hubby. He was still married to his other wife. They could be seen here in this shot. And if you notice, if you look down at that glass of wine right there, there is a wedding ring still on my man, Scott Borgensen. Um, so there you go. 2013 photo of Ghislaine Maxwell. Everybody's been wanting to see a photo of her. There's your never before seen photo of her. Yeah, but they want a photo of her now. Her, her mugshot. They want her behind bars photo. Yeah. Well, people will get to see her when she walks out the front door of the prison because she's going to get bail. So, so basically stick around for that. Um, a couple interesting things here, though. And I, I just we can move to this quickly because it's there. You know, it's nothing like shocking, but. I've been obsessing over her money, and I'm saying that she doesn't have money. Um, if you had to guess, Frank and Jay Sabs, uh, let's go with Frank first. How much money do you think Elaine Maxwell has? Her personal worth, I'd yeah. say, ten mil. Janine, I'd say twenty-five million. You know what? We're not going to go prices right rules on this, and I'm going to give it to Janine. It was twenty-two and a half million dollars. That's what. Uh, reportedly the um, Daily Mail is uh, saying. But here's what's interesting. They tied the knot in 2016. They got married. Right after they got married, Maxwell transferred the majority of her assets into a trust. The trust was controlled by Borgerson. Okay. In 2019, the same year that Maxwell was, uh, that Epstein was arrested and suicided Mm. um they transferred all the assets in the trust then worth 22 and a half million dollars were distributed to her husband according to manhattan federal court papers maxwell agreed to sign or co-sign or i should say borgeson agreed to co-sign on this bail package that was 28 and a half million dollars but he is giving up $22.5 million. Now, he supposedly is this huge, huge huge millionaire guy, but this is the exact amount of money that she put into the trust that she gave him control of, and then that was eventually 
transferred to him the same year that Epstein was arrested. You don't see like a weirdness in all of that. No. What do you mean? So she he's using the amount he's using the amount of money that she gave him. <laughs> I'm stunned to post her bail. Yeah, because I don't know what the hell this proves, but this does not sit right that they got married. She put money in a trust under his control. Then the money got transferred the same time Epstein got arrested. And now here, the same exact amount of money shows up again on a on federal court filings that they're, this is what they're going to give up for the bail. Well, maybe they had an understanding that only use my money. I don't want to involve you kind of thing. I mean, maybe you know, you, it is. Use but... my money to post my bail. Yeah, I don't, I don't want anything from you. Are they still speaking terms? That kind of thing. Like, are they still? I don't know. Because I mean, if they're not, and she's he's still in control of her stuff, then it is her. You know, it's her stuff. So maybe she just asked him, "Hey, just release my money, and that's all I want from you." Here's why I don't think they're on speaking terms, because if they like if your significant other was arrested, you would go see them. Would you not? I mean, we know people are going to see her. Look at Jenny. It's like, no, screw that guy. I can't stand my husband. No, but, you know, people are going to see her because we know her lawyers are going to see her. I mean, when we were in covid, that was one thing. Now that we're kind of out of it and people are visiting again, you'd think he would go. I don't think there's any way that this guy could show up that we know where the we know where the prison is. If he went there, I'm sure somebody from TMZ or somewhere would get this guy going in or out of the, the jail. Um, Is it, well, I'm sure yeah. there's not reporters outside that jail 24-7. Why not? Because why? Because Every day? Who, to see who comes in and out of there and who's visiting. You don't think that they, you don't think that TMZ stuck a low-rung intern out there to be like, snap? No, I don't think that's how it works. I think, yeah. I think it's more of a a cop at the jail would tip off TMZ. I'm, you, yes, but I think at this point, knowing that she's in there, and I think between people and the National Enquirer and TMZ, there's somebody there. I feel like there is somebody there on a daily basis. Well, maybe that's why, you know, she, um, he's not been there. Say that again, yeah. Janine. I have to interject here. Go ahead. Clearly, he did not marry her because he loved her or for her looks. I'm sorry, but he is way better looking and he's rich. So she probably got him girls. I mean, come on. You think he's too good looking for her? Yes, I do. I do. He's cute. I think he looks like a big, disgusting nerd. Here's what's disturbing about Janine calling him cute. He looks a little bit like Janine's brother. I'm not gonna lie to you. This was Ew, you this think so? uncomfortable Janine's for me. Brother? You don't think he looks like Janine's brother a little bit? Look how tall Move and goofy left he is. Uh, my brother's blonde and blue eyes, so Move it to your left. There you go. Oh my god, it does. No, you, you put think blonde so? hair on them? You put blonde hair on him. It's, it's your he brother. kind of embodies your brother. By the way, I could I'm not going to show pictures of your brother, but I could show pictures where your brother's making the same stupid. Face. OK, you know what? Send that picture out to the group and we'll see if you say, who does this look like? OK, and we'll see. I'll do that. But but honestly, like. I just don't think that they married each other for them. You never know. Normal I'm marriage. Sure he's been investigated. Well, yeah. 
I mean, I'm with Janine. I mean, how you, all the stuff is out there around her. But here's the weird thing. Like, I feel like this guy has been in that circle for a long time. It's not like he's an outsider. This guy's been rumored to be around the Clintons and all that. By the way, this the, where this photo was taken, um, they met for the first time at an annual conference which focuses on the pr preservation of the Arctic and featured speakers that year, including then U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. Dog. Hillary Clinton. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Okay, where we go? Oh, so you love Hillary. I'm sorry. You I never said that. I just don't know what, what, you know, there's pictures of Epstein and Maxwell with everybody. Mm. They were rich. He's rich. He's around a million, you know, all the rich people, the high roller people. Yeah, but around Trump. It's video it's, and pictures around Trump. Yeah, but that was a billion years ago. It's pretty interesting how these the every time this Clinton thing keeps popping up. Like it's that's I'm not gonna say that Trump wasn't with this guy because he was, but that was a very long time ago. And this it was Clinton not that long ago. But this it Clinton tie-in right is in the height of his crap of all the, the Epstein crap. I know, but you have to admit, though, there's been more tie-ins to Clinton between the daughter and yeah, Ghislaine and, and all that garbage. Uh, meanwhile, we talked about how that she was put on suicide watch and they were waking her up every 15 minutes. Now we go to find out. And by the way, we're getting all this because they're unsealing the, the filing for the, for the bail. Now we go to find out that Ghislaine has been tasked with keeping an eye on the well-being of other inmates. She has been made a suicide watch inmate, which means it's, by the way, the highest and most trusted responsibility you can give an inmate and that she's in charge of making sure that nobody suicides what? themselves. So what? someone who was on suicide watch is now watching others in case they, may, they commit suicide. I feel like people are going to freak out when they start hearing these things because you kind like all of us. We went from one end to she's going to get out on bail and she's helping the the guards watch other people. I don't know. Well, we just put the Jared, the subway guy in uh, in charge of daycare. <laughs> um, see, mean, but Frank, 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 Frank. Yeah. The thing is, what she did was not criminal enough meaning like she she didn't kill someone there was no drugs it was it was whatever it was so she's not considered like a dangerous criminal she was no no not dangerous mm, but no. maybe not like a physically dangerous person but what i'm saying is that in order to watch other people you know she was a suicide risk and not only that she was in the same boat as epstein who committed suicide I mean, doesn't that? By the way, though, th this is what I said last episode when I said this is the this is this is the defense that her lawyers are going to start going for. They're going to start to Ghislaine and Epstein have been synonymous with each other because of everything that's been going on. And they are going to start to drive a wedge in between them and say one has nothing to do with the other. That's what they're going to go with. I'm telling you. I mean, everything has to do with everything with that. Like it's 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 Maxwell. She and and Epstein, they were intertwined. How do you untangle them? 
Well, I, I don't know. One's a man, one's a woman. That's a big difference, too. Even though she helped with it. Yeah, her only it, defense it's a difference. is what we've been... Yeah, her only defense is what we've been saying is, you know, she was a victim, too, and she was made to do right. this, so these things. That's her only defense. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the they're calling him the Canadian Jeffrey Epstein. This guy... Uh, uh, Peter Nygaard got arrested up there in uh, Canadaville. Oh. Yeah, look at that guy. This guy looks like he's he was a statue in Dollywood. That's what this guy looks like. He does. Wow. That yeah, okay. that's a pretty rough look. Apparently, he's got a building in, in the city or something, and he's this rich guy. It's amazing to me how many billionaires there are out there that we've just flat out never, ever heard of. You know? It's It's true. I th think we lost uh, Frankie Z there. Well, at least he was like frozen with it and it got the book on his face. <laughs> yeah, but now I'm stuck with the one whose microphone's not working. <laughs> 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 I cannot hear a word you're saying. Right. Now, Can you hear anything? Can you hear anything? <laughs> I can hear you now, but you now all I see is the top. <laughs> You're going to get a lot of guys uh, excited. Oh, I know. Um, sorry to everyone, but I'm using some a new device tonight, so it's horrible. Yeah, but what uh, does this have to do with the podcast, Janine? We don't want to know about what you do in your own bedroom. Oh, exactly. Yeah. we got to keep oh, things well. all together. All right, while we wait for Frankie C to get back, let's do our Hero Soap read. This is Upside oh, Down yeah, and the Greatest Soap. Here's the thing about the uh, here's what's fantastic about Hero Soap Company. It doesn't matter which way you use it. It all works in the shower. It is a bar That's of soap. What she said. Yes, exactly. Um, Front back. It is a bar of soap. It cleans the best ever. It is wonderful smelling. It has a fantastic aroma, whether you go with lavender or whether you go with Peppermint and uh, Cool, which is one of my faves. Uh, spearmint, uh, the charcoal. Again, we've been talking about the charcoal more and more. People have been saying uh, that the charcoal is a pleasant surprise. So, uh, and also, finally, you smell good. Finally, the first time, like in like since I met you, yeah, you actually smell like a human being. So that's that's good. That's saying a lot because that's uh, <laughs> no soap has been able to tame this yet except for hero soap company so grab a bar and uh when you do that they send a bar over to one of the active troop members which is really really nice because they lord knows they need soap they're uh, out there defending our freedoms so you can get quite sweaty doing that yeah um and uh, of course they use uh some of the funds as well to uh, build uh homes for veterans mortgage free Frank is drinking whiskey, and I have never in my life seen him drink a whiskey. Um, you know what that really is, right? That yeah. is watered-down Coke. Watered-down flat Coke. It is not. No, he's got the bottle. Hold the bottle up, big man. Look at him. There it is, baby. Look how empty that is. Look how little there is left in there. He is like... That's like a true alcoholic. Look at that. No, this has been over the uh, last couple of uh, hours. Yeah, but you're like a rum and coke guy at the wedding. You're like an embarrassing no, person I, to drink with. That was when I was uh, 
that was when I was young and, and single. I was rum and coke, but not not in my married days. My married days, I'm whiskey, whiskey sour. What are you saying? Your wife drove you to drink harder liquor? That's not a nice compliment for your wife. Frank, you like Shirley Temples. <laughs> They're good, too. No, I remember you saying you like them. Like, that's a real fact, right? Yeah, they are good. They are good. They taste good. All right, I let's like, talk about Tom I Cruise. Like, I like sweet drinks. We know you do, big guy. We know you do. See, what do you want? Little white Russian? Wait, wait, what can we get you? Some... A rum chata. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what happened with Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. This is a good story. Flipped the frig out um, on the set of Mission Impossible. Seven. Be- because I get yeah, because I guess there were two crew members that were gathered around and this was a, a a little while ago. They were gathered around a computer looking at something and they were too close to each other and they weren't wearing masks. So he had an absolute meltdown and started screaming at these guys and everybody else on the crew. So he's saying we are the gold standard. They're out there making movies in Hollywood because of us. I'm on the phone with the studios every single night. So here, they're in. I think they're in London. I think he's in England. I think that's shooting. where they were. Yeah. And he's basically saying that he's on the phone back in in uh, in the states talking to people because this was the first movie that started shooting again during the pandemic. So he's basically saying we're an example for everybody else. Love it. Yeah, right? He said we are creating thousands of jobs. Okay. Okay. Not thousands. And I love when actors or actresses go off and then there's audio of it. It is the best thing in the world. So Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's probably thousands. You think it's thousands. Janine. Yeah. Janine. Extras and everything. Merry Christmas is what I like to say. <laughs> oh. You know, um, I actually met Cruz once. You met Tom Cruise once? Swear to God. He was filming. He was filming um, a movie near where I worked in the city. And there was, I remember, there was thousands of people watching. So I was like, I have to go see. And so I was like, that's Tom Cruise. That's Tom motherfucking Cruise, right? And now I never thought he was like attractive or whatever. But he stood... I have a picture of me and him. Wait, you didn't think he's attractive? Why he doesn't look enough like your brother? Go ahead. Ho. That's two. <laughs> wow. You got me. You got me. Um, no, but I was like, can we take a picture? And he was like, sure. He's like, how are you? I was like, what? Because like when I get into that celebrity mode, it's not like it's nothing you've seen before with me. That is when I'm flabbergasted. I like using that word. And I just like, I'm in shock. And I just don't even know what to do. So, <laughs> Where's this picture? You have a picture with Tom Cruise? I'll send it to you guys. I've never okay. seen you in Tom Cruise. 
this was year. I want to say this was in two thousand and ten or eleven, maybe twelve. Are you like two feet taller than him? <laughs> no, no he actually wasn't as short as I thought. And when I saw him, I was like, you know what? He's not bad looking. But I will have to say that him doing this is not surprising at all because he's connected to that whole Scientology bullshit. So he, you know, he's nuts. Okay. Did Maybe you? nuts, but I, I'm totally, I agree with him in this. You do? I'm 100% on Tom Cruise's oh, wagon. Damn this. it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I can't I'm believe I'm on, Fra- I'm on Frank's side. I, I agree with him, too. <gasps> they're, I... they're doing all this work, and you're going to have two assholes blow it for everybody by doing something stupid. All right, well, let's finish the tape. Let, let's finish the tape. This is more. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And if I see you do it again, you're gone. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it! And you too! And you too! And you! Don't you ever do it again! That's it! No apologies! You can tell it to the people that are losing their homes because our industry is shut down. It's not going to put food on their table or pay for their college education. So he says, that's what I sleep with every night. He goes on and on, but he basically says the same thing. It gets to a point where you're kind of like, all right, guy, you made your point. All right. After a while, it gets uncomfortable and ridiculous. I mean, he could have just yelled for like 10, 15 seconds and got his point across. But to go off like that for a long time, for like two, three minutes or whatever it is, it gets very. I'll be honest. Go ahead. So that's a work situation, right? Yeah. And okay, it's Tom Cruise, whatever. But like you said, enough is enough. And you don't have to like keep yelling. And sure as you know it, I've definitely been through there. I've been through that where someone's been yelling on rants, crazy rants. Yeah. And, and that- so these people, I feel bad. I do feel bad for them because they probably didn't even realize what they were doing. They probably are friends. Maybe. When we're around know. this, we don't have to really wear our masks. We're comfortable in front of each other, and that's it. He just went on and on and on. I agree with well, that. because coworkers. I, I think he went too far, and I also think that, you know, I think it's too much to scream at them and call them out. I feel like you got to do one or the other. If you call them out, I, and I, by the way, I think calling them out is more effective, and it's more embarrassing. When you get called out for something that you screwed up in front of everybody, to me, that's worse than getting screamed at. <laughs> You know, but here's the thing. Uh, yeah. And this is what this guy is screaming about. He says, and he goes on to say and repeat again, I'm on the phone with the heads of the major studios like Warner Brothers and Paramount and Universe. They're all calling me. They're all checking in to see what we're doing and how we're doing it and how we're able to keep going. And they're seeing because, again, it's a it's a business where it's like, OK, they're doing this. So then we can do this or we could do this better or we can. You know, now we know. So basically, they're leading the way for everybody else to get back into production. And he's on the phone. So, look, when you're this is what people aren't going to understand. But when you're the guy, there's a lot of responsibility that falls on you. And with Tom Cruise, he is so huge. He's not even the guy on this movie. He's the guy for the entire industry. You That's know what true. I mean? Whether whether he's self-appointed himself or he's making it a bigger deal than it actually is, 
I kind of think it's true, you know, that he's he's he feels that it's his responsibility what all these extras and grips and you know lighting guys and sound guys that ha that aren't him that aren't making millions of dollars that are on the sets every day grinding it out he feels a responsibility for that and people listen again when you're the guy right it's a different story it all falls on your shoulders you don't want to you don't want people that don't have as much responsibility wrecking that for you i now i Absolutely. i can i can understand this because I had a huge, well, I had a burgeoning, I had a, a nice flourishing radio career. And then I went and made the mistake of letting a meth head and somebody with bad internet come and basically ruin my life. And that's... I may be a meth head. Yeah, and I might have bad internet. <laughs> I resent those comments. I'm oh just God, saying... I understand. I can relate to Tom Cruise here on a level that you two can't really relate to. Now, if you want to tell me you can relate to the guys who weren't wearing the COVID masks, that I can understand. That I can. Get. I relate to Tom Cruise. I I understand <laughs> his point, and I get. It. And he he was a hundred percent in the right. You shouldn't, because I, you're the COVID guy in this situation. You're a no mask guy. Why am I the no mask guy? Because I'm Tom Cruise. Huh? Oh, you're Tom Cruise. Yes. I see. Yeah. I get it. Okay. I had the whole thing on my shoulders. People loved me. And then all of a sudden it was, why is that meth head making faces? And why is that other guy turning into a rainbow bright robot and all sorts of, yeah. you know. But if you listen to yourself before it, it went from, I had a huge, then yeah. it was burgeoning. <laughs> then it got knocked down to nice all right, career listen. in radio. My, my started delivery. out up here, my and then you went down to burgeoning, and then down to nice. <laughs> my delivery, I, I may have botched the delivery. I didn't, uh, I should have gone low from the beginning. I, I should have, I went too big. I get it. Oh, no, but blame us. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I again, I, I do stand by that, though. I, I think that you guys ruined everything, and um, God knows what I could have been if I didn't say, okay, you guys can come on and do this with me. Probably way better than you're doing. No, all you kidding. Know, all kidding aside, though. Tune into the uh, on uh, Frank on air podcast with uh, <laughs> Frankie C and Janine, and maybe now and then we'll bring on someone named Anthony. <laughs> Doesn't have to be this Anthony. Could be any Anthony. No, any Anthony. They we do know like other them. Anthonys that could be just as good. Yeah. You don't uh, think that my brother-in-law would have been a good? Oh yeah, I don't like that. Okay, mm, okay. Yeah, I don't know if he has the right pitch. No, I like him better than I like me, so I'm I'm on his side on this particular instance. Um, but no, no, all kidding aside, though, like that's I I, I do kind of get where he's coming from. He is kind of responsible for you. Don't think so? Janine's not buying this at all. I can't I, believe I it. I mean, yes. So obviously, they're only worried about lawsuit. That's it. You know, that's it. So they're suing them for getting COVID, right? I don't know if that's... I don't know. Because if everybody gets sick, they got to shut down production, they lose millions. And not only that, if everybody gets sick, they could, you know, potentially people could die. This is not a, a BS disease. Plus, it would... They're, they're, you know, during filming, I'm sure they have to relax some of the rules a little bit. Like if there's a scene with two people... 
I'm sure they're not wearing masks in the scene, you know, so they have to tread lightly when they do this sort of thing and they're doing it the right way. And for someone to screw up so, you know, easily, you know, needlessly, I mean, needlessly screw up. It's it's irresponsible. Right. Like he feels like he is responsible. I get that. But he didn't have to go off like this. That's the whole thing. But he's Tom Cruise. So. Yeah, that's where. See, and that's the that's the that's where the problem lies. It's like you can't, you know, it's because he is who he is. That's probably why he went on for too long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, we don't know the full story. Maybe these guys it happened to them before. Maybe he warned them a couple times. Who knows? Yeah. You know, but this could have been it. I I genuinely think he he is coming from a good place, and that he is thinking about everybody else because he's like. He's like one of these psychopaths that does his own He's stunts. He's a genuinely and... nice guy, though, is from what I hear. Yeah, but he, yeah, but he does all these things that aren't necessary reaching, because he's reaching, reaching. He... <laughs> Frank. He's not though. Frank. He's not. All right. Now you said you met him, and you said you could understand why. Did you see something on the set that day that? No, I. From when he dated and married Katie Holmes. And I mean, that was back in 2006, but there was a last, like he was very controlling. He said, or not she said, but it was known to be that she was very, he was very controlling towards her. He might be a dick in in marriage and in relationships. I get that. But, but in public dealing with people and dealing with all I've heard, I've heard nothing, but he's a nice guy and he makes you feel like, I mean, he was nice to me. part of the, He, he didn't have to take a picture with me, you know? That's all to. I'm saying. I don't know about his personal life, but in public, I've heard that he's a really nice person. I just think it's hard to be like people will be like, oh, here's this big celebrity and blah, blah, blah. And he's being a baby and everything like that. I just think I think think people overlook greatly the fact that, you know, there a lot of responsibility does fall on these people. They're getting paid a ton of money. And, yeah. you know. That's true. You don't know what his deal is with the um, like the movie, whatever. Yeah, you know? but even still, though, like he, the guy doesn't need the money. He doesn't need to work anymore. He doesn't need no. to do this stunt where he breaks his leg or ankle or whatever he broke. You know, he does it. The guy, the guy, friggin' loves it. You know, he 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 wants to be doing it, and he knows that he's responsible for employing other people, and that's a responsibility that people can't understand. You know, that they don't they don't really factor into why you have these freakouts and these meltdowns. And it's like, you know, that's basically they feel responsible for everybody. That's yeah. yeah. Everybody's there to film him. The thing revolves around Tom Cruise being there. If Tom Cruise isn't there. Nobody works. It doesn't work. That's why. And that's why I hate when people are like, oh, Oprah's such a bitch or Ellen this or, you know, and we've criticized Ellen and stuff like that. You know, if you're an asshole, you deserve criticism. But people don't get like you you see it in your own workplace. Like people would be like, oh, the boss is a real dick or the boss. Yep. is it. And sometimes the boss is. But sometimes the boss is also like looking at the numbers and going, well, shit, if so and so doesn't pick up this, you know, pick up the, the work and do their thing. I'm going to have to let go three, four people because, you know, shit ain't working. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And then you go outside and you see so-and-so slacking off and doing nothing. You're going you're gonna to flip out on them because, hey, do you know how many people are, are dependent on you doing the right thing? Yeah. Because you know, they're smoking it's... weed in the, in the warehouse. Like, come on. 
I mean, not from his personal experience or anything. <laughs> Who knows? You never know. Or if you, or if you're found drinking on the job, and let's say you found drinking something that you don't normally drink, but you're only drinking it because you had to buy it to get your favorite band's album once. Right. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you know, if you find yourself that you bought the stock of your band's whiskey, like, you know, and you have good tea every night. When we started Sorry, the show Mike. and Frank Sorry, was like, Mike. I'm drinking whiskey, I was like, who is this person and who have I been friends with for the last 30 well, years? The only reason I'm and then, drinking whiskey. Wait, oh, wait, wait. And then we go to find out that it's Metallica's whiskey and then it all makes sense. The only thing that could have made more sense is if it was fucking Darth Vader's whiskey. That's the only way it would have made more, more sense. <laughs> that is a product that is... Uh, that will be bought by me if it comes out. But the only reason I'm actually drinking whiskey it was on the table because I, uh, before we, we filmed this, I, my other job, um, we had like a end of the year holiday toast kind of thing. Really? So okay. we, I, was on, I was on like a Zoom meeting with everybody and we all kind of cheers to the end of the year. Kind of I thing. can't so imagine anything that would be worse than what you just I would rather be screamed at by Tom Cruise for not wearing a mask than have to go I'd love to be screamed at by Tom Cruise to a office parties are torture enough now you're going to make me take part in this in my own fucking living room see, it never ends with these companies you can't relate to the common person cuz you just don't like being around anybody <laughs> you're just a miserable like SOB others. If if that were me, I would be like, "What? I can't. What? I can't. The zooms. The internet's not working." <laughs> and would you believe my internet didn't crap out once on me? Of course, I'm sure it didn't. Couldn't even use it as an excuse to get out of it. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Let me give the bosses of America out there a little bit of advice. By the way, I just defended you in the whole Tom Cruise thing. Don't put your employees through a fucking virtual holiday party stop it, it was optional how many people uh, went i bet you everybody showed up not everybody no there were out of like 12 of us in the department i'd say maybe uh nine were there wait was this like your own little department or was this like the big boss yeah in the it whole wasn't company? the whole company all uh, right that's a little bit different i could see hanging with like if your department's cool like yeah I we're all that. friends we all like each other so it was fine that's fine that's fine. Are we boring you, Janine? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm tired. I'm <laughs> in a rough day. You know, in the corner of my eye, I see Janine flipping out over there. And I <laughs> and then Anthony points it out. And I look over and you stop. So I don't know what the hell you were doing. But when I rewatch this, I'm going to figure it out. What were you doing? Um, I don't know. Slapping myself. By the way, I only re I hate this show. I only rewatch it for Janine's reactions that I miss while I'm hosting and oh, doing really? things. Yeah. Because there's so oh. much shit. There's so much little lines. I don't know if you, anybody's really noticed, but I really don't listen to Frank or Janine. It's very hard to. Like, because, you know, just doing stuff. And um, sometimes I listen back and I hear, like, these little things. And they're so funny. And then all you hear is dopey me come in and say something stupid that has nothing to do with the funny line that just came right before me. So Yeah, just pay attention. Anybody watching, pay attention as Janine and I are talking. You'll see Anthony looking away at something. And go, yeah, yeah, then, that's funny. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. And then, yeah, after we're done saying what we have to say, there'll be like a two or three second gap of, of no noise. And then he'll come back and go, wow. Yeah. So Tom Cruise 
uh, was yelling at something and, and something. But at Tom Cruise. it'll be that he wasn't really listening to what we were saying. Uh, our second like channel that. is available. <laughs> there it is. Right, there you go. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to our second channel. Was that what you were talking about? I didn't hear. I, I missed it. I was reading something. Might as well have been. More important. Um, anyway, clips of the show and single topic uh, stories over there at the uh, Anthony on Air Clips channel. Uh, so go subscribe right now. Um, we're getting a Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson. Wait for it. Damn it. It's not actually a biopic. It is a Hulu series. Oh, we were all clamoring for it, and finally they gave it to us. Well, I'll say this. The documentary was great, right? Wasn't it? Remember? Yes. They were on the boat? No, it didn't was. See it. Yes. Didn't see it, and, and I'm yes, not sure. Yes, it was. It. I'm going to say something to you, Frank, and I don't want you to get offended here. But okay, this means it's a guaranteed offensive comment. Go ahead. If you if you've made it this long in your life without watching that movie, don't, because you're just gonna feel bad about your own equipment. <laughs> there's just there's nothing. Yeah, Frank. Sorry. Wait, it's a it's a documentary. Which documentary are you talking about? The, the one Tommy that... Lee and Pamela Anderson one. Yeah, the one they filmed are you on their about own. The actual tape that they made on their own, or are you talking about a documentary that someone made? It about? was a joke. If you weren't half in the bag with this uh, Metallica whiskey. I gotta go. Do you call it Mawiski? What is it called? It's called Blackened. Whisktalica? Blackened? Wow. Yes, it's the name of one of their songs. Mm. That's also the name of their record company. This year with everything that's going on? Un I mean, come on. Unnecessary. What's unnecessary? <laughs> Insensitive. The album came out in the 80s, pal. And the whiskey came out like two years ago. Still, if 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 Aunt Jemima and all the other brands can't survive, why are we letting Metallica slide? That's what exactly. I, I mean, come on, just cancel them. Seems like a double standard. But you listen. You bring it up at the next white supremacy meeting you go to and see what they say. <laughs> wow, Sebastian Stan and Lily. What? Don't act like what I'm the one with that? the blackened product here. Come on now. What was that about? Sebastian Stand and Lily James are going to be playing Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee. What do you think? Uh, no, she's not even blonde. And he, I mean, if he gets like those fake tattoos over him, maybe he could look like him. Does anybody really want to know the story of Pamela Anderson and Tommy? Why don't we just get the story of Pamela Anderson and Kid Rock, too, while we're at it? The thing is, is see, I think this guy can pull it off, but they're going to have to get a mold made out of the Washington Monument and stick it in his pants if it's going to be at all accurate. hey -o. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what I'm guessing. That's that's my Ow, thing right that there. Thing. Ooh. We should come up with a title for it. Is there a title released for this thing yet? Uh, let's see here. Demel uh... Rob Siegel will serve as writer. Eight episodes. Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are producing. That explains a lot. Of course they are. This was a, this was a high at three a.m. in the morning idea. You know we should, you know we should do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can't do this. That's pretty good. pretty good. Oh wait, did you say it was Seth Rogen? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I met him too. I met him too. Do you remember that? What it was like. Did you ever was, like work at your job? No, well, no, that was actually, no, I was actually in an airport. I met him yeah. and he was also very nice because I kept taking pictures of us and I was like, wait, I don't like that one of me. Hold on. Can you take oh. one? All right. This that is what scares me about all of this. 
like I've seen pictures of Janine with celebrities. She's now named two and two pretty big ones where I haven't seen the photos. And now I'm worried about how many photos we haven't seen. It feels like there's a I don't a think problem. I've seen a single one. Yeah. I will send you to both these pictures because he, he was actually nice to Seth Rogen, but I felt bad because when I went over to him, no one else did at or like no one else before me. And then when oh, I went over to it. him, uh, yeah, I was like, Oh, sorry, dude. You broke the dam. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> what, did you ever meet anybody that, that was a jerk? Um, I actually met. He was wait, 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 before you say it. Are we allowed to call someone a, a jerk for? Yes. You know, are we allowed to do um, that? I well, he wasn't a jerk. He just like, I don't think he knew what to do. I saw Mr. Big also in the airport, and I was going away on a Chris business trip. Knows. Who is Mr. Big? Oh, the guy from uh, the Sex, Sex in the, the City. City. Okay, yes. all right, go ahead. So I was going on a business trip with my boss. And we were in like one of those like the convenience store and I went to grab a magazine and it fell and the guy standing next to me picked it up and gave it to me and it was him. And I was like this, oh, <laughs> and then I was like, thank you. And then like, he looked at me and I said to him, I know who you are, but I'm not going to tell anyone. Okay. Oh, you're a psycho. Oh, you're creepy. a certified lunatic. That was creepy. <laughs> oh my god. And then I was How like, How did his security guards not knock you out right away? I, I did not. I and he was like, it, I remember he was like, okay. And like, so it wasn't really like, it, but like, it was kind of a weird like response. And then I, I like about faced and just ran. And my boss was like, online, paying. And then he got off the line. He's like, what happened to you? I'm in a sweat. My hair's like all over. He's like, what happened? I'm like, I just met Mr. Big. And he's like, oh. I'm like, Mr. Big? So now he starts screaming, Mr. Big. Right? So we get online again. And Mr. Big is in front of us. And I'm like, don't you say anything. Don't you say anything. And he's like, Mr. Big. And your boss sounds like a real crack up. <laughs> and then... That was it. But he, like, he wasn't nasty, but he was just, he just had a weird response because I had a weird, weird, weird reaction too. So, yeah. I don't, can't really blame him for that one. I, I don't put any of this on him. I know you are, but I'm not going to tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. This is 100% on Janine. That's what he wants to do is make secrets friends with a perfect stranger with, uh, like, psst. I, what I wanted to say was, I'm trying not to freak out. And I'm not going to make a scene. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. Problem was you were freaking out while you were saying that. And it's very nice to meet you, but I, I couldn't. I could this. It was just like, like I said, something comes over me. I'm just now just thinking about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> was this during the height of no. Sex in the City? No. This was, about, this was about four or five years ago. Meanwhile, what makes this story all the better is it wasn't actually Mr. Big. It was Carl, the fucking post office guy from Long Island, who's like, what is this crazy woman talking I, about? It did take a picture of him, not with him, but of him. 
Okay, but see, you know, oh, and then you, you snap the picture of him. You, you psycho. Do you know how <laughs> alcoholics like don't like they don't get messed up at bars? Like they go home and drink by themselves. Like I feel like this is what's happening right now. Like we're getting like all these secret stories from Janine of like. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you sporting Christmas nails there? Hold your. Oh, hold yes, your, I am. Hold them fingers up to the camera. Look at this. Look how festive. Nice. That's either very, Christmas very or cool. Italian pride. I can't really tell. Maybe a little uh, both. Pride. All right. Uh, oh, it's Christmas and I have Christmas earrings still. Wait, you have Christmas saying, earrings too? Good. Oh, little Santa Claus. The little Santas. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Very nice. All right. Well, now that I'm in a complete sweat because I started talking about Mr. Big, <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. That's embarrassing. It was, five, it was five years ago. I mean, do you get into this kind of a sweat talking about your own husband? No, absolutely not. Come on. Okay. Okay. But it was just, it was just a fact that we were in some kind of terminal. And you know when you're not expecting something and then something happens and before you can't even like process it, it just it just calls come rumbling at once. That's how I felt. Because I was like, oh. Thank you. I'll send you that picture too of him. Thank you. All right. Yeah. One of my only real starstruck moments was when I went, met Mike Richter from the Rangers. You were really? there. Oh. No? <laughs> Just kidding. I know who that is. Sorta. You were there, and I got his autograph on my jersey. I was there. Yeah, at Madison Square Garden. We we met him outside when the Rangers were coming out, and. He signed my jersey. I was wearing my Mike oh, Richter jersey. Yep. And he signed it on my back. I remember that. That was that was kind of that was really cool. I'm trying to think okay. if I've ever had a starstruck moment. You can't tell me you weren't starstruck with Howard Stern. You know what? Yeah, I, 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 I it wasn't. Yeah, I get. I wasn't starstruck, but it was a. Okay, I'll tell you what happened with that. When he came in, I didn't feel weird about it. We were talking and everything was perfectly normal. The first time I had to go on the air when he was in the room. That had to be nerve wracking. <laughs> it wasn't nerve wracking, but I, it was like, this guy is one of the best, if not the best to ever do this. And here I am cracking the mic like the little fake shit that I am. I couldn't do I this in it. front of him. I had that like kind of go through my head as I was doing it. And I was like, I should have been like, I felt like I should have just turned the mic off and walked out of the room and left. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing this in front of you. This is ridiculous. Why the hell am I? Why would you even try? Or just throw down the mic and just leave. Bye. Bye. It's like, this isn't fair. It's like if you've been like doing extra work for 10 years and De Niro comes up to you and says, do, can you do the monologue from what, you know, you know, can you do the Goodfellas monologue for me? And you're like, no, I no, there's no, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit, like a little bit. Yeah, it just can't be done. I didn't have that moment. Um, yeah, but that that was really. I can't remember too many others. I, I I interviewed Greg Allman once, and that was cool. I wasn't starstruck, but I definitely felt like a ten year old, just like asking. It's him. crazy when there's a legend around you, right? Like when it's it's someone that's just yeah out, you know, at another level, just on another universe. I've had that a couple of times where it's like, you have no business being on this show. Like, you have no business being here. Right. But, like, what are you doing here? Why are you on this show? 
they were like, do you want Greg Allman? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I want Greg Allman. Yeah, sure. And they were like, all right, he's going to call in like Tuesday at three. And I'm like, get the fuck out of like, Come on. <laughs> like for what? No, and he was doing a date here. But the thing was, he was uh, it was sold out. He didn't even have to do the press. He just he wanted to do it anyway. It was weird. It was so weird. Hey, some people are down to earth, man. No matter how how big they get. Yeah. Oh, I did have that moment too with Bill Cosby. We talked about that, and that oh, was yeah, okay. that was before all the stuff came out about him. I was like, "Holy crap!" Again, it was another thing where it's like I don't belong in this room right now. Yeah, <laughs> when he was a legend, that's what it was. Do you remember Frank and I once saw Prince walk through yes. the airport, LaGuardia Airport? Oh, that's cool. Now that was cool because we discovered that day that Prince was two feet four. That's how tall he <laughs> Just is. Just about. And his hair was about the same size. Exactly. Two foot four. And you remember he everybody right by us. Everybody stopped. Like the whole like and by the way, this is not Tuscaloosa Airport. This is an airport in this was LaGuardia in New York exactly. City. It's huge. And I just remember everybody just stopping and watching him yep. walk through. I remember he brushed by us. I think like his his arm brushed my he back close and I must, he must have brushed yours as well and i remember the two of us just standing there at the x-ray line holding our shoes while <laughs> while prince and his entourage just walked right by <laughs> right through security with no x-ray no nothing they just walked right in and we're standing there with our shoes in our hands like yeah. if I, i've never seen a more clearer version vision of of uh the division of classes right then right here but didn't he, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he get on it? We were flying up to Canada. Didn't he get on an Air Canada flight because somebody said that like his private jet or what? I don't know, whatever the circumstances was, he missed his flight or he missed his connection or what? Something happened that he wound up on the flight. I don't right remember that. I think they said he went on the flight right before ours because in New York, there's a flight leaving every hour going somewhere. That's how many people are running around out there. But I just remember thinking, like, what is that going to be like sitting on that plane? Because, again, Prince has no business being on a commercial airplane. You know what I mean? Like, what was that yeah, like Prince for people? Has his own, had his own private everything. Yeah. Has been well-deserved. Yeah. But that, yeah, that's a, that's a huge step down. All right. Let's leave it there. Um, little celebrity name dropping towards the end. Appreciate you guys watching so much. Subscribe to the second channel. Uh, don't forget to, uh, by the way, merch is doing so well. I can't even tell you how, like, we're, we're really, we've never sold as many shirts as we've been selling coming up to the holiday season. So that makes me really happy that people are actually giving gifts and stuff, uh, which is really, really great. We actually had a banner day for the Show Me Potato Salad rainbow uh, design, which was nice honestly our lowest seller and uh, for whatever reason like in the last three weeks people have been buying it so i'm glad people are enjoying it and please wear Excellent. it with health love it yeah i love that the design is working so um go grab that link in the description below for all our merch uh and uh, don't forget to visit our pals over at hero soap company buy the loved one in your life some soap you can get a subscription it's about a hundred bucks you get somebody soap for an entire year nice deal you save 20 percent when you use the promo code anthony so get on that while you can uh, in a couple of days. We'll see you guys again. Have a good night. Bye.